at a certain point in our lives, all of us are going to work for money. But the goal, at least the goal that we all should have, is that at some point we have enough dollars, enough money working for us that we don't have to spend our precious time working for money and our money works for us instead. And there are really three main ways to make this happen better and faster over time. And as a federal employee, this is so, so crucial for you, okay? And again, if you're new here, my name is Down Haas. Welcome. This is where we talk about your federal benefits, your federal retirement, how to prepare for tomorrow by getting the most out of taxes, your benefits, everything that has to do with finances and being a federal employee, that is the things that we dig into every every couple days when we post here on the YouTube channel, podcast, article on the website. There's tons of great information for you guys to succeed and get the most out of your financial life. So, like I said, there are really three things that help you transition from really helping other people get rich, right, to really starting to have your money help you get rich and so that you have to spend less of your time working, right, trading hours for dollars so that your money is working for you. And the first step, and while some of you may be very far past this first step, I have to make sure I address it, and that is you have to stop helping other people get rich. And what I mean by that is you have to stop paying on high interest debt, okay? You have to pay those off, whether it's credit cards, whether it's other high interest debt, whatever it is, you have to control your spending and where your money goes enough to get that debt taken care of. Now, is there times that debt can be helpful? Yes, a mortgage, sometimes for a car, potentially sometimes. Often, you know, it is much, much better to be able to pay cash for cars, but sometimes it can be useful to have a loan on a car for at least a short time, right? Or maybe starting a business, sometimes a loan is needed. Loans and debt is not necessarily bad, inherently bad, but as a general rule, we want to limit it as much as possible, okay? So we want to stop paying other people interest, right? There's an old saying that says, hey, for those that don't understand interest, pay it, right? For those that do, earn it right? You want to make sure that your money is out there working for you, earning interest, earning money. And I'll talk about some of the best ways to do that as a federal employee. And you want to stop paying other people to use their money, right? When you use a credit card, I'm not against credit cards. I actually like credit cards to get the rewards. You have to be able to pay that off every single month so you don't pay any interest. You don't pay any late fees. You don't pay anyone else to use their money. You don't want to do that. You get behind the eight ball. So first things first, get your debt in order. Get it in order. Whatever you have to do, look honestly and sincerely at your situation. Get that side of the house in order. And even if you have a mortgage, even if you have car loans, look at those two. It's okay. What is my plan to get these paid off? When is it going to get paid off? Is that before retirement? Is that after? How does that affect me and my plan? You have to have a plan for that side of your financial house. Of the money that you are borrowing, does it make sense for you to borrow? Is there a better way to do it? Can you, should you refinance? How should you stop paying other people to use their money to start using that money to earn money, okay? So that's first thing, conquer your debt. Get that under control, have a plan to manage that. Number two, 
make your money start working for you, okay? As a federal employee, you often have to just put in the time, whether it's getting to a certain age to retire, whether it is getting a certain amount of years of service, whatever it is, there is some element of putting in the time in, just putting the time in, right? Getting the hours done. But you want to make sure you are saving as much as you possibly can into the TSP, okay? The TSP is a great tool, and the limits for how much you can save is relatively high compared to, let's say, an IRA, right? So for 2021, you can put 19,500 under age 50. If you're older than age 50, you can do up to 26,000, okay? So you want to put as much as you possibly can into the TSP. And maybe for you, the thing to do after you watch this video is just maybe put a little extra into the TSP every pay period, maybe just a little extra, right? And for you high earners, maybe you're already maxing out the TSP, right? Maybe, okay, what can you do then? Well, can you use a Roth IRA? Is your earnings low enough so that you can put money into a Roth IRA? What about a traditional IRA, right? Is your earnings in a way that you can put money in a traditional IRA and then get the deduction, right? Can you save into a brokerage account, right? There are so many ways to save money and earn money on that that can be super helpful. Now, what about an emergency fund, right? If you have an emergency fund, where is that emergency fund sitting? Is it in a place that's going to earn at least some money? Right? There's some great online savings accounts that uh, earn more money than your savings account by a good margin. If you just Google online high yield savings accounts, you can find some good options. And while interest rates are so low right now, you're not gonna get phenomenal options, but you're probably gonna get a lot more than you would in just in your personal checking account or savings account, right? So that's the next step, okay. How can you make your money work harder for you, right? Because we can always change, you know, exchange our time for money, but over time that becomes less and less of a good trade, right? Because at some point you wanna stop working. You wanna be done, right? And to do that, you have to transition from trading hours for dollars to have your dollars make more dollars. And that only happens by investing, by owning something, right? Investing really comes down to two things. If you invest in the stock market, which is the CS&I funds in the TSP, you own a piece of those companies. You're an owner of those companies. And when those companies earn money, when the worth of those companies go up, so does your income, right? That's, that's why your TSP grows. And now with the G fund and the F fund, you're basically lending your money to the government and to companies, right? That's what a bond fund is, and that's what the G and F fund are. You're lending your money to others and they pay you interest. That's what you want to be doing. You want to be lending your money to others and they pay you for that, right? Or you want to be owning a company, like owning a stock, or being in the C, S, and I funds. You want to own things, you want to lend your money, and to have your money work for you over time. And again, just do something a little better than you are doing before, whether it's maxing out your TSP, maybe just putting a little extra into your TSP, maybe starting to use your Roth TSP, right? Or maybe opening up a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA, right? Or maybe just opening up a brokerage account and say, hey, I'm maxing out these accounts. Where else can I save? Well, maybe just a brokerage account, right? And investing and saving there as well. Or maybe getting a high yield savings account, making sure that your money is not just sitting there, it is working for you over time. That is so, so crucial, especially with inflation, the way it's probably going to be in the next few years, you have to have your money work for you because if it just sits there, it's not just sitting there. It's losing money. Prices are going to go up and your money is going to stay there. Okay. Prices are going to go up. Your money is going to stay down there and that is you're losing money, right? You want to make sure you don't want to take too much risk. I'm not saying to take too much risk 
Just make sure your money is working for you in a way that makes sense for you, okay? Now, once you have two, those two sides of the house where you have your debt control and a plan to conquer it, if maybe you, you don't have any debt at all, and that'd be wonderful. And maybe you are investing as much as you possibly can and you have smart investments and they make sense for your plan and your retirement, that's great. What's step number three? Well, step number three is to get so, so clear and honest about what you care about in your life. Because once you have the basics of financial independence taken care of, you have to decide where to allocate your money, to spend it, right? To spend that money. Because you worked hard, you want to spend it in retirement in a way that really makes sense for you. So what is most important to you, right? Whether it is traveling, whether it's spending time with family, how do you allocate your funds, the income that you're gonna have while you're working and while you're retired, how do you allocate that in a way that fulfills you, right? And does that mean maybe cutting some things that don't fulfill you as much in favor of focusing on the thing that is most important to you, whatever that is, right? Is it worth cutting out something that is taken away from your life? Maybe it is a bad habit. Whatever it is, okay, getting super, super clear what is important to you and allocating your funds, your money that you've worked so hard, decades often, you've worked decades to save a certain amount of money or to build up a pension or your social security, whatever it is, you've worked for decades to have that, those resources there and we all need to be a little more intentional about where we allocate. I'm not saying don't spend money, right? I want you to enjoy the resources that you have accumulated to the fullest, right? How do you do that? What things are most important to you and what things are not and what things maybe should be cut, right? Because they are of lesser value to you. And when we do this, when we have the basics of our financial life together, and when we get crystal clear about where we want to point that money in our lives and the things that are most important to us, then that is when we can find the most happiness and fulfillment. And even when we retire, to wake up every day excited because we are focusing on the things that really matter, right? We have to get our financial life in order, but we also have to be crystal clear about what's important to us and make sure we allocate our time and our money accordingly. So. That's my thought for today, that you need to, as best as you possibly can, be get into a position where you no longer have to work for the dollars and the, the dollars work for you. That is the goal for all of us. So I hope that was helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day and I'll see you next time.